When my father retired from Chrysler in Kokomo after 30-some seven years of working, he had a phrase that he would say, always put off what you can do tomorrow. Always put off what you can do tomorrow. He did not believe this, but it just irritated some of us in the family because we thought that He's retired now, and he has all of the time in the world to get things done. And he still, to this day, will say things like this because he knows I'm very driven and want to see things accomplished. And, and so he knows how to push my buttons. And so when I hear, always put off what you can do tomorrow, I fall into that pit every time. Well... He doesn't believe this, and it's important that he doesn't believe this, or else I would have to really preach first to my family, which is not easy. But we find that Jesus in the gospel today, he uses some very forceful words of conversion, possibly the most forceful words throughout the whole entire liturgical year. Two and a half weeks ago, on Ash Wednesday... We receive the ashes marked in the sign of our faith on our foreheads. And the words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. This was instruction for us to repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel. It was a reminder of our mortality and that time is not always on our side. But to remember who we are, who we're made for, and what we're not made for. We're not made for sin. We're made for God. We're made to be disciples, ambassadors of Christ, to be able to allow the fruits within our souls from the grace of our baptism and in every sacrament to bear much fruit so that I can be an ambassador of Christ beyond these walls of this church building, but out there and in the walls of your families and the ones you meet and work with and go to school with. Jesus uses forceful language today. And on that day of Ash Wednesday, St. Paul appealed to us as an ambassador of Christ in the second reading. As an ambassador of Christ calling each of us to be reconciled to God. And in this very appeal from St. Paul, that he made very clear to not take this time in vain, begging us not to procrastinate and say, saying, now this is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. And for us not to say, put off what I can do tomorrow. The readings provide a real shock factor uh, of mass today, and they point uh, they, they shock us out of complacency to examine honestly before the Lord whether I have responded to this acceptable time of mercy with urgency and priority to not put off what I can or should do today. 
It's a real shock factor. It's almost like a defibrillator to the soul of, to each of our souls. In the gospel, Jesus refers to two tragedies that captured the attention of the crowds in previous days. If Jesus were up here preaching to us today, if Jesus was preaching anywhere in the world today, he would be preaching on a current event that would be based upon currently what's going on in our world, the appalling atrocities being committed in Ukraine, or about some or any fatal accident we see or hear about on the news daily, constantly, over and over and over. The two tragedies that Jesus mentioned in the gospel is the massacre of Galileans by Pontius Pilate in the temple. And the other is the people who were bathing under the water tower at the pool of Siloam in Jerusalem. The tower collapsed and crushed to death some who were bathing. Two tragedies. And Jesus is very forceful in his language. I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. If, I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. It's kind of a segue in Lent. The wisdom of the church moves us. It doesn't, Holy Mother Church doesn't want us to grow stagnant. It wants to move us so every prayer of the Mass from the collect to the readings to the um, prayer over the offerings, the preface prayer. It gives direct instruction because there's only two options for the preface prayer. You know, it's the dialogue, the Lord be with you. And I'll read it in a little bit. I can't think of it right now. I had a Father, Father Richard moment. But that dialogue is something that is moving us along so that we are we are not growing stagnant and being that reference of a fig tree that doesn't bear fruit and grow and just to be cutting it down. The church sees that each of us is worth it and there's an investment to be able to move our souls, cultivate that soil to fertilize it so that each of us bears the fruit necessary. Maybe not all the same because we're all different, but what's necessary for the complementarity of humanity, for the complementarity within our families with our lives. And what we don't use with that, Jesus says, if we're spiritually dead, he says, I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish, just as those who died in these tragedies. It's a tragic death. It's a tra- we may be here physically, but if our spiritual life is deadened, what good are we? Who is our God? I become God. I become the know-it-all. I become the one who determines what's morally correct and not. I determine, it goes on and on and on. It becomes based on this egotism. But when our spiritual life flourishes and is fed and nourished and we receive, or consciously receiving that grace, our life changes. It was always reminded in the seminary from the rector, the, the head priest of the seminary, He would tell us, he said, if you fall in love with him, 
it will change everything. If you fall out of love with him, it will change everything. Falling in love with our Savior, seeking to be rescued and nourished and saved through the grace of the sacraments, is coming closer to him. Lent is all about coming close to Jesus. We have so many penance services because it is the opportunity to repent and believe in the gospel, to flush away your sins, because we're not made for sin. We're made for God. We're made to be holy. And when we cling to sin and say, I'll wait a little longer, there's a spiritual deadening within our soul. That's not what God's made us for. He's made us, he's made our hearts to be free. Our hearts are to have the elasticity to expand and to be able to be receptive of that grace so that I may go out and change the world just as my soul has been changed and configured to Jesus Christ. That is the love that God wants for us. And that is the love that we're called to share in our vocation. To walk as a beloved son or daughter of the Father, that I may be able to give God all the glory for everything in my life, and that I may not be this withered disciple who is barely making it by, or maybe I've chosen a spiritually to be spiritually dead. The wonderful thing is, is God doesn't leave us there. He's a God of perpetual second chances. And we're called to be hopeful, to trust in the Father's love, so that I may turn away and step away from that spiritual laziness or that spiritual deadening in my life to the receive and allow the abundance of fruit in my life so that I ultimately can be who God created me to be. I love this. On Ash Wednesday, we were given instructions about discipleship and about how we may be able to repent but step into that believing of the gospel by almsgiving, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Prayer is, uh, the framework of prayer is being generous to others. That's almsgiving. Prayer is the, the framework of prayer is being generous to others, giving alms, and sacrifices to self, fasting, so that I may be able to believe in the gospel and share the gospel message and how God is working in my life today, so that the monotonous tasks of our daily life don't overshadow the spiritual necessity of communing with God, but rather that charity trumps all of that and sees the necessity to be able to come very close to the Lord this Lent. The Lord is inviting us to come close. Come very close so that we may be able to not look to think, well, that will be tomorrow's task from a spiritual standpoint. The necessity is to come close today so that the fruit may be abundant and that the Lord Jesus 
we're consciously aware that the Lord Jesus is changing my life so that I may become more like him. God love you.